Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I got great news, guys. Oh! It's the news update from Game Time Decisions. News, 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 news. I got good news for you. Yang will tell you, if you get water and electrical equipment, rice, that's the answer. Hey, everybody, Cam Stewart with your sports betting information on Sports Grid. If you want the edge cappers, you got to get on the grid. Philadelphia Phillies ponying up the cash again. Ching, ching. First price, Harper. Now it's Wheeler time. The Philly agreed to a five-year, $118 million deal with righty Zach Wheeler. The White Sox made a bigger offer to Wheeler, more than $118 million, it was reported. But Wheeler's wife from New Jersey, and that played a vital role in his final decision to go to the Philadelphia Phillies. He's one of the top pitchers available in free agency this season, 29 years old. He owns a 44-38 and record with a 3.77 ERA and 129 whip in 26 starts, all with the New York Mets. The big budget fills a starting rotation, needed a lot of help, ranked 17th in the majors, and it's combined 7.6 war near the bottom of MLB. The Atlanta Braves have signed free agent starting pitcher Cole Hamels to a one-year $18 million deal. The 35-year-old deal contains no trade protection, Buster only reporting. Hamill says he simply wants to play for a contender. The four-time All-Star posted a 3.81 ERA and 27 starts with the Cubbies during 2019. The Braves already dishing out close to $100 million this winter in new contracts. Uh, reports indicate the L.A. Dodgers have recently met with stars Steven Strasburg and Anthony Rendon of the world champion Washington Nationals. This just in minutes ago, uh, the L.A. Uh, Angels have acquired Dylan Bundy from the Baltimore Orioles in exchange for four pitching prospects. And the Toronto Blue Jays showing interest in pitcher Michael Pineda. A pair of uh, top free agents going with NFL news. We got stuff all over the board here. Uh, Eli Manning back in the saddle for the Giants. Giants uh, head coach Pat Shermer announcing today that rookie Daniel Jones, he is currently in a walking boot with a moderate high ankle sprain. Doubtful to play against the Philadelphia Eagles. Shermer added Eli Manning will likely be the starter on Monday Night Football. As a result, we talked about Giants owner Steve Tisch talking about a clear sweep through of the organization following the year and the disappointment with the G-Men. Cam Newton plans to undergo foot surgery for the injury that has sidelined him since week two. This from the NFL Network. It was reported in November that Newton was considering the procedure. It's unclear why Cam waited until now to resolve that foot issue. The 30-year-old visited a specialist in recovery, was progressing too slow. He got the injury in the Panthers' first preseason game and hid the severity of the injury from the Panther co- co- coaching staff. And we mentioned Ron Rivera fired yesterday as Panthers head coach. USC this afternoon has uh, announced that Clay Helton will remain as their head coach of the football team for the Trojans. Busy night in hoops. Let's rock. We got NBA action all over the board. 7 o'clock, Milwaukee minus 8 at Detroit, 224. Phoenix minus 1.5 at Orlando, 214 is your total. Golden State at Charlotte. Hornets 2.5, 213. 730, Brooklyn minus 3 at Atlanta, 229. Miami at Boston. Celtics 5.5, 209, 8. Memphis at Chicago Bulls, minus 6.5, 223. Indiana at OKC. Thunder, one-point favorites, 209, 830. Good one, Minnesota at Dallas. Mavericks, minus 4.5, 229. 9 o'clock, Lakers in Utah. Jazz laying 2.5, 212. 10 o'clock, Sacramento at Portland. Blazers, minus 4, 216. NCAA hoops, it's Big Ten ACC showdown again this week, but one early game in the top 25, Penn at Villanova. The 23 Wildcats, minus 13.5, 151. Here are the big ones. Number five, Virginia at Purdue. Boilermakers now, minus two and a half. Total, 101 and a half. 7.30, Notre Dame at number three. Maryland Terps laying nine, 141 and a half. 9.30, number six, Ohio State versus number seven, North Carolina. Tar Heels, three, 138 is your total. NHL news, San Jose Sharks forward Evander Kane won't be suspended for his uh, hit on Washington Capitals. Blue liner Radko Gudis late in the third period of their tilt last night. He was fined five grand for the elbow Tuesday, assessed a five-minute major in a game misconduct. Kane has already served a three-game suspension for ripping officials in the preseason. The Winnipeg Jets have claimed forward Nick Shore off waivers from the Leafs. Four games on the ice tonight. Big one at 7 o'clock. We get things started. Toronto hosting Colorado. Leafs minus a quarter, six and a half. Leafs star Mitch Marner uh, returns after missing the last 11 games with an ankle injury. 8 o'clock, St. Louis at Pittsburgh. Pens minus 115. Your total is 6, 930. Ottawa at Edmonton. Oilers minus 205, six and a half. 
And at 10 o'clock, Washington laying 45 cents at the LA Kings. Six and a half is your total. Golf Hero World Challenge. Uh, both Americans, Gary Woodland, Patrick Reed, share the lead. Minus six after round one. Host Tiger Woods, six shots back. Remember, guys, to follow us on YouTube at the Sports Grid Network. For it's your place for all your fantasy and sports wagering needs all the time. And follow us on Instagram at Sports Grid TV. I'm Cam Stewart. Gabe Morenci hosts Hour 2 of Red Heat and Rage here on the Sports Grid. It's coming up next. So stick around, everybody. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, back to live action. Cam will be uh, joining me tonight in game uh, live. We'll be throwing it down. We got a, a bunch of NBA games. Uh, what's going on in the National Hockey League uh, this evening? Four yeah, games four, in four the games. NHL. Colorado at Toronto, St. Louis at Pittsburgh, Ottawa at Edmonton, Washington at Los Angeles, uh, NBA, a bunch of games in the NBA uh, tonight. And you know what? I'm looking at the early card here, and a couple of, you know, it's, I like I like what I'm seeing. Um, you know, Golden State's at Charlotte uh, tonight. Charlotte are minus two and a half point favorites. Very, very difficult to trust uh, Charlotte. Uh, the Hornets, uh, but the Warriors are freaking terrible. They're four and eighteen. They're two and eight in their last ten games. They got smoked by like thirty-five the other night. D'Angelo Russell's not expected back. Still, he's going to be back eventually. He'll be back pretty soon, but he's not back tonight. I see our boy Teddy likes the first half. Charlotte in the first half. Um, Charlotte trailed by twenty points against Phoenix the other night, and um, their coaching staff and their players are all talking about. We got to start off hot. We got to start off hot. So Teddy's sort of expecting them to come out uh, flying tonight. I think they could win this game, actually, Charlotte. They're not that bad at home. They're four and six at home. Golden State are just two and eleven guys on the road. I think the, the Hornets are worth the play. This next one's ballsy, man. So I don't know if I, you know, I want to do it, but it seems to make sense. The Milwaukee Bucks are eight and a half point favorites at Detroit. I think the number's a little bit high here, Cam. I do. I do, too. The Pistons have won like two in a row. The thing is, like, Milwaukee have been smoking teams by, like, 40 and stuff. But I'll tell you right now, the Milwaukee Bucks, let me check their schedule. I just want to confirm this. Pretty sure they're playing the Clippers tomorrow night. Friday night. I wish it was tomorrow. Would have been a better sort of spot with them playing tomorrow. They're playing the Clippers on Friday. You know they're going to be fired up for that. But eight and a half on the road's a lot to lay with Milwaukee, man. I think Detroit I could agree. be worth a look in that spot. Yeah, Phoenix at Orlando. Phoenix, like, really came out hot. They're not anymore. They're, they're, they've been in a free fall. Meanwhile, Orlando. Orlando sort of came out slow and are starting to play better right now. Orlando, like Cam, Orlando are 9-11, and 11, and you almost have to cut them some slack. It seems like they played the Raptors like three times or something already, exactly. and they lose all the time to them, right? Like... Evan Fournier is coming on right now. I actually like Orlando against Phoenix in this spot. Uh, Brooklyn and Atlanta, I think that game could be a real track meet and go over the number. Miami at Boston. Boston are laying six. It seems like a good spot for Boston, Cam, after Miami played the overtime game last night in Toronto. And that was a pretty draining game, man. It was high scoring. It went back and forth. It goes to overtime. My, it took a lot out of Miami to win that game last night. They really wanted to beat the Raptors, and they did. Kind of a tough spot for them tonight, but I never win when I lay five, six points, so I'm not going to do it. Yeah, I would look to the heat in that uh, spot, but you're right. It's a bad spot for them. But so far, when we're looking at this, we like a lot of home teams. Charlotte, Detroit, Orlando. A lot of home dogs. Brooklyn, Atlanta over. All right, Lou. Lou Gamblu will step up and in and join us. Get on the grid. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. 
Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down and too many people fall victim to the picture perfect image of the high life. So I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we going to learn. And most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is going to be your church, your turn up and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, get on the grid. Sports grade, I'm Marenzi. For you guys, uh, the music's been a little low all show here. It's all right coming back in because we know we're coming back, but when we go to breaks, it's way too low. I don't know how Mark Lawrence, Mark Lawrence, a real pro, how he saved that. He even, like, took us out. And when I come back, I'll tell you about the rest of the games. <laughs> right on cue. Uh, but, yeah, you got to get the music louder. Um, thank you uh, to everyone in the pit. Uh, Lou Gamblu steps up in and enjoys us. How you doing tonight, Lou? Everything's going uh, great, Gabriel. Uh, happy to share some time with uh, you and Cam. Let's rock and roll. Let's get down to business. Uh, you know what? Let's start off with the UFC, and I appreciate it. Looking sharp, Lou, as always. Um, well, we appreciate your time. Let's get down to business right now uh, with the uh, the UFC. UFC on uh, ESPN 7 uh, is this uh, this card. And I, I, I don't even want to try here. I, you know what? I'm actually surprised that Overeem's not a bigger favorite. But I guess this dude, what is it, Rosenstruck? Rosenstruck. Yeah, very good. Yeah, Rosenstruck. Rosenstruck. Nice name. Yeah, Rosenstruck. Yeah, yeah. Nine nine and oh. Nine and oh. Man, I don't even know where he's from. Where's this? Paramarabio. He, he's from uh, I never heard Suriname. Suriname. He, he's from Northeast South America. Wow. I oh. never heard of Suriname before in my life. I consider I'm not I a complete I, idiot here. I never heard of that country. I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly. I could easily be mispronouncing it. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but this is going to be a classic fight. Yeah, well, look at this guy. He knocked out Arlovsky in 29 seconds. He knocked out Alan Crowder in nine seconds. Junior Albini, 54 seconds. A lot of these guys, Cam, you'll say, ah, whatever. He beat tomato cats. This guy has three UFC fights, and they're like a span of essentially like uh, a little more than 90 seconds he spent in a cage before. (laughs) In three fights. 54 seconds, nine seconds, 29 seconds. He's got knockout power. Pretty sick. Yes. That's Uh, pretty impressive. But he gets he gets Alistair Overeem, so this this guy's thirty one years old. He's just murdering people. He comes in here, he knocks you the f out. Now he gets Overeem. It's amazing. This guy's nine and Overeem forty five and seventeen sixty two fights. It's crazy, unbelievable. Uh, Overeem and Overeem's Overeem's had so many ups and downs of his career. Where he's you know he's this, he's that, he's uh, he's not getting any younger though. He's thirty nine. 
He's on a two-fight win streak. Uh, both knockouts. Overeem has gotten smarter over the years. He's not as reckless as he used to be, Lou. Uh, but I always remember what Joey Odessa told me about Overeem. He said he's got a 185-pound chin on a 255-pound body. And it's something that's always stuck with me. Although I am an Overeem fan, and he is a smarter fighter. What do you make of this, Lou, at minus 120? I got it. You know, I'm leaning with the experience at Overeem. That Overeem is patient, thinks this guy's never lasted more than a minute. Let him take a couple of swings, and then I'll knock him out. Uh I went into my handicap thinking exactly that, Gabriel. Uh, The more I studied it, though, the more this becomes just a a really clear clash of styles, yet both men are strikers. Overeem, Muay Thai, uh, a little more clinching and knee work. Rosenstreak, a little bit more of a karate stance and a complete and total kickboxer. Uh, Rosenstreak has been a pro for like almost seven years, but nine fights. Uh, and I will beg to differ. Junior Albini and Alan Crowder move just a little bit better than old Uncle Louie does. I mean, basic statues <laughs> that could be standing straight there. Uh, Arlovsky uh gave it a go had a little momentum thought his chin was there and it wasn't and this kid caught it uh i'm gonna call rosen streak by his first name jair because it's easier to pronounce jair's the younger man by seven years he's going to give away some height and reach and a ton of savvy and experience so this fight comes down to can Overeem keep him on the outside, keep him at range, and not let this kid hit him or kick him on the chin? Because it's beyond 185-pound chin right now. It's pure balsa wood. And if this kid touches Overeem, Overeem will go. So do you like the young, explosive, up-and-coming, inexperienced fighter? Or do you like the precision-based, savvy veteran that's going to stand on the outside? Maybe has lost some power with his strikes and his hands, but not necessarily with his feet. I think it's a fascinating setup. Uh, but quite honestly, I think when the fight's over, we may end up looking back and saying, this Rosen streak's never going to be a pick again. I, I think I lean to the younger man here, and I'm just hoping some ovary money comes in that can give me a little bit more of a dog price so I can justify the position. But I lean to Jair. Lou Gamble uh, with us. Man, I don't know. We got it. Sounds good, Lou, but I don't know if you hear him like music cam yeah, and like weird I stuff. Know, it sounds like, like Pac Man. It was like a demonic sound. Yeah, it's like Pac Man, like you said. Then it was like a weird demonic, like it's still yeah. not in my head cam. You're hearing the same things, right? <laughs> yeah, no, you're not crazy, Marenzi. And if you are, we're there together, buddy. It's like a drum machine <laughs> in the background. Yeah, I know. It's like it a constant. It's like I'm like, I don't know where this is coming from, man. I'm like, what is this stuff in the back? Because I don't know where it's coming from either. Kind of crazy. All I'm right, just so, so glad it's not my worry. phone. <laughs> Don't worry, Lou. No, no, you, you look buddy. good. Yeah, you look Mystery. good, like, Mystery. I like your room, too. Walter uh, you Payne. bring weird, weird nice sounds from the desert, man. <laughs> so, um, Marina Rodriguez and Cynthia Calvillo are fighting. And Calvillo is this really heavily you know, hype fighter. Um, yet, here's Marina Rodriguez that's actually the favorite in this fight. Um, Rodriguez is 12-0. and 0. Symphony Calvillo is 8-1. Any opinion on this fight, Lou? Calvillo, really a strong wrestling-based fighter uh, and, and lacking in her striking and understanding of striking. So consequently, what shows me a ton about her is that she, sh- she went and has spent the last X amount of months at Tiger Muay Thai in Phuket. Obviously, she's young enough at... 29, 30 years of age in the sport to want to continue to evolve. That shows me a lot. Uh, there's a couple of uh, alpha male fighters on this card. I, th- I believe she's an alpha male fighter. Anyway, uh, yeah. I, I do I do think Calvillo is a live dog here based on uh, the fact that she showed me she wanted to go to Phuket and train. But it's, it, it's really not a fight that I'm targeting. We're about to get to a couple of them that I like, though, on this main card. 
All right, that next one is uh, Ben Rothwell and Struve. Our boy Struve's wow. still fighting, Veterans. Cam. Remember Veterans. when he was a kid? Now he's 31. Yeah, 31. Wow. Rothwell's got to be about 38 now or something, right? Exactly. Yeah, he's yeah, exactly he's 38. Um, so, listen, man, Struve has lost three of his last four fights. He lost to Volkov. He lost to Orlovsky. He lost to Tabura. Uh, he beats Marcos uh, Rodrigo de Lima in his last fight. He gets Ben Rothwell right now, who's 38, who's coming off of three straight losses as well. I don't know. This is a fight that doesn't really need to happen, but it is. <laughs> both, both, both fighters are really tough to trust. Like, you know what I mean? I have a gun to head. I guess I would say I'd take Rothwell if I had to. Only because Struve doesn't fight smart. He'll let Rothwell just come in and punch him in the head. Like, I've never seen a guy use the, his length and his size worse than Stefan Struve has over his career. Um, but it's this is a train wreck of a fight. Do you have an opinion, Lou? No, I think you covered it comprehensively. I mean, it's, <laughs> it, it, it's a, I mean, the good thing is it's heavyweight. So, you know, it's going to be interesting to see if which guy can possibly do the other guy. I look for 15 minutes of a high school slow dance. This thing's going to be a terrible fight. <laughs> All right, so we're going to be going to a break in a minute. But uh, what's caught your eye on this card then, Lou? Oh, no, yeah, here's the music. Hold up. Hold I up. See, it. now I can hear it. Good stuff, guys. Now I can yeah, hear yeah, thank you. We couldn't hear it before. I don't know. Uh, me and Cam are hearing weird everything here today. Uh, All right, we'll be back man. on the other side. We'll talk. Uh, we'll get into a couple of more UFC fights. We'll take a look at the NFL as well. Then me and Cam will get to our best bets of the night. Game time decisions continues. Get on the grid. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Duel this NHL DFS season, then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you're playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you're doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. The promo code ACTION for a special 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Now back to our guests, Gam Blue and Gabe. Thank you very much, uh, Cam. All right, so uh, Lou uh, with us at GamBlue.com's uh, uh, Lou. All right, Lou, before we get into some football, uh, what you mentioned, you said you did like a couple of fights on this card. What are you looking at here? Yeah, and they're the next two fights, or shall I say the first two fights that are going to appear on the main card. I'll start with the first one, the opening fight of the main card, uh, uh, Cody Steeman against Song Yadong. Song Yadong, uh, a very young, up-and-coming, young, talented prospect. Uh, Yadong has looked really great. He he trains at Alpha Male. He's a he's a South Korean based fighter, so he's Oriental looking. But he's training at Alpha Male to develop his ground game, which is something that he really needs. He's tough. He's fast. Has great hands. He's facing a wrestling based fighter and Cody Stamen. That's really a, a a bad ombre. Now he lost his last fight against Aljo Sterling, which there's no shame in because Aljo's a top fighter in the division. Uh, Stamen uh, is the more veteran guy. He's faced the better competition. He surely has a wrestling advantage in this match that Song Yudong's trying to address in the fact that he's training at Alpha Male. Yudong is going to be a little bit, uh, he'll be about six years the younger man. They're both in their 20s. Stamen high 20s, Yudong 22. Uh, And Yudong is going to have the reach. So Stamen's going to have to class wrestle him 
drowned him out, take the starch out of him and try and beat him late. And I think that's exactly what's going to happen. Uh, Song Yadong is minus 190, minus 200, depending where you're shopping. Uh, I like Stamen as a, li a live dog. He's been training at the Performance Institute in Las Vegas, and he's going to bring us his absolute best effort. That's all you can count on. The next fight up is right, a yes, late... Plus 170. Yep, go ahead. Uh, the next fight I was going to talk about, unless you want to chime in, Gabe, is uh, Kunitskaya and Ladd, a women's uh, bantamweight fight. Uh, Kunitskaya looks like she should be a runway model. She's an attractive, young, uh, personable young lady, an ex-Invicta champ. But uh, I, I don't think she's on the level of fight pedigree that this young Aspen Ladd is. Lad's 24 years old, going to be a little shorter, but she'll have some reach. She's off a loss to Jermaine Durandamy. Uh, she believes it's a controversial loss. I don't believe it was controversial at all. But the bottom line is, I think she's in a really good position to bounce here. Uh, she's facing a gal that I think she is in a position to over time overwhelm, to be honest with you, and priced at minus 150. I, I don't think that price is going to be around for long. I, I like Aspen Ladd to bounce back. Short price uh, right there, Lou. Uh, Gamblu.com uh, uh, with us. All right, uh, Lou. So let's switch gears, get into the National Football League uh, right now. Where is this card, actually? Last thing about this card. Uh, see, where, where is it taking place? Washington, D.C. So it's UFC, D.C. It is, huh? Yeah, exactly. Yes. And I thought for course, sure it was like a year. It's it's a much it a European thicker. Card. It's a, it, it it looks like it based on the matchups and the and the uh, the uh, international flavor of the fighters that are competing on. I think they did that on yeah. purpose uh, because you got two forty five next week. That's really kind of hogging up all the sunlight. Um. And what's the deal? Overeem, was was he supposed to fight Walt Harris, actually? Like, and I know it's not sudden replacement. Yeah, yes, that's exactly what happened because Zaire, Jair, uh, is taking this fight off of 35 days when he fought last, when he knocked out the yeah. other British statue, Andre Arlovsky. And, yeah, real tragedy with uh, Walt Harris. His uh, stepdaughter was uh, was murdered. And uh, yeah, yeah, she was missing for a while, and uh, our prayers with uh, with the Walt Harris family. Uh, no doubt. All right, Lou, let's get into uh, let's get into the football. Your Chicago Bears take on the Cowboys uh, tomorrow. We were speaking with Mark Lawrence earlier. He doesn't have a lot of faith in the Cowboys in this spot right now. I was talking about Jerry Jones just making things worse uh, for the Cowboys on a weekly basis. They have a very winnable division, and he just won't shut up. And I get it. Garrett's not a good coach. But, you know, if you don't want him to coach, then fire him or shut up and let him coach the damn team. Now you have another short week for Dallas coming in here. I got to believe if they lose this game, he will get fired after. And I think he sort of has this pressure on him. I was leading Dallas, but I really have a lot of confidence in him right now, to be honest, Lou. You get the Bears playing at home 6-6. Six and six. Most likely not going to make the playoffs, but in their mind, they're trying to run the table. They have played better the last couple of weeks. Trubisky seems a little bit more comfortable now. Uh, you know, it's a tough game, man. We're talking about these tough fights. It's a tough football game tomorrow, but what's your opinion on it? Uh, it's, it's a critical game for both. I tend to agree with your assessment that Jerry Jones is I mean what other owners have their have a press conference after each game and pipe in and and overspeak their coach and contradict the coach says one thing he says another it's happened a few times in the last month uh, but that's Jerry Jones and that's the Cowboys and that's what you're gonna get I, I, I agree with you on that what I don't know if I agree with is, uh, as a player, and, and we've all been in the huddle and in the locker room, I believe the Cowboys are sitting around in the locker room and looking at Philly, spitting up on themselves against Miami and saying, listen, we, we have stunk up the joint for two-thirds two of the season, but we're in every position with the talent in this locker room to get on a run. 
I believe that's how the locker room is handling this week. And I'm not afraid of Dallas giving three. And I, I, I'm hoping that maybe it dips below the key number tomorrow night with some hometown action. But Chicago, to me, is unbettable because of the quarterback, no matter how he's looked the last few weeks. And I, I think that, if I again, if I'm a player in the Dallas locker room, I, I feel like it's freaking Mardi Gras that I'm still in a division race at 6-6. Six and six. I know. I, you figure. It's crazy. You figure that if they would just let him play. But what do you think, Cam, of this game tomorrow? Well, I can tell you, Lou must really like Dallas because I've never met a stone-cold dog better. And you're getting Chicago as a home dog, his team. But it's tough, Gabe. I really want to take Dallas, too. I know uh, we Mark made some uh, cases for Chicago. It's it's the, it, the problem with Chicago is the offense. you got to remember, when they were playing Mr. Uh, Blau, Mr. Blau on Thanksgiving. Yeah, he was like he he did some good things against them, right? There were some plays that he had open receivers. He and this is a third string quarterback, so I gotta believe the Dallas offense, if prepared, if ready, has enough talent to go into Chicago and win the game. It seems like a short price game. I don't like going against home dogs either, but I don't trust Chicago in any type of situation too. So I think with my money, I think I'm gonna be betting Dallas this game. It's a tough one though. Very tough. It is. We have a lot. We have time to break that one down. Uh, yeah. Lou, what's caught your eye this week in the NFL as we're in the final yeah, month of play? Yeah, it's early, and you know, I, I'm, I'm look, there's a couple of obscure games uh, that I'm looking at, but one one game that everybody's going to be interested in, I believe, will be Kansas City and New England. Uh, and my case for New England is going to be the fact that this look ahead line was minus four a week ago. And now uh, the bottom's falling out of New England because they're 10 and two and they lost to Houston. I think there's a lot of overreaction, a lot of questioning. And there should be because rightfully uh, the, New England, the New England offense looks a little out of conjuncture. But if you're going to give me a critical game, where New England's still battling for one of the home field divisions uh, uh, advantages, if not the home field advantage. And it's one game against a, a revved up Kansas City team whose defense, which is a weakness, is even playing good coming into the game. I'm going to take Belichick on, on a game where he can tell his people it's us against the world. I'm getting an, an extra point of advantage from the look-ahead line. New England at home given a measly three. Right now, that's where I'll side, and I'll, I'll even try and get to two and a half. If, they, if it could approach that, I don't think that it will. The bookmakers are too smart. What's interesting about this is, you know, a lot of people are starting to abandon ship. I've said it a million times, too, and I tweeted it out right after the game. I said, you know everyone's going to come out and talk about, how oh, the Patriots are dead and blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. We hear this every freaking year, and you're talking about a 10-2 and two football team, right? You're not talking about a 9-5 and five team or even an 8-7, and seven, whatever. You're talking about a 10-2 and two team. I think people are overreacting uh, with the Patriots a little bit. I don't think they're great, the Pats, but the thing is, they don't have to be. If they win the division and they get home field, they only need to win two games at home, and next thing you know, they're in a damn Super Bowl again. Yet they lose this game, guys, then it's real, right? I mean, if the Bills beat the Ravens and the Pats lose to the Chiefs, suddenly the Patriots are in a division battle for the first time in 18 years, Lou, right? Like, they've never really had anyone on their ass before, and the Bills are on their ass right now. You know, other teams, I get the feeling, too, in past years, the Patriots would be okay just because other teams weren't great. I think Baltimore are really good. I think KC could beat them. I think Baltimore could beat them in the playoffs. I think Buffalo are right about to, to knock the Patriots off the perch, actually. But until they do it, it's hard to doubt uh, Belichick and the Pats. I'm not disputing it, Lou. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with where you're coming from, and, and it'll be fascinating to watch. I just believe this is an awful good spot to get a team as good as the Pats at home, only given three. Great stuff, Lou. Check out Lou. Thanks, Thanks for joining us, Lou. Thanks, guys. Good luck, everyone. Great stuff with Lou. Me and Cam will hit the board on the other side. 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Back to live action, fellas. Thanks to LouGamblu.com for joining us. Me and Cam will be back uh, in about an hour and a half at 8 o'clock. Uh, Jared Smith's going to join us. He'll be in Studio 34. He'll be out here at the Sportsbook. Window Will is with us uh, tonight. Brian's got the night off. So uh, Will's riding solo uh, here. His uh, Will's a North Carolina Tar Heel fan. Tar Heels take on Ohio Ooh. State tonight in that ACC Big Ten Challenge. Um, we were on the wrong side of the Michigan-Louisville game. Uh, last night, uh, but tonight I think that uh, the Tar Heels are in a good spot. They just lost to Michigan Cam over the weekend. I don't see North Carolina losing back-to-back games to Big Ten teams, and the Big Ten's damn good. But I'm just stating they're going to be they're going to be ready for this one. Like, it's going to be listen. We just lost to Michigan. We can't lose to Ohio State too, right? At Chapel Hill here tonight. It's only three. I think it's a fair price. Ohio State are good, man. They got a couple of big dudes on that team. Where they can, like, are. Dunk, they're like dangerous. NBA dunker type guys. Yeah, they're yes. like, they're very athletic, Ohio State. Like, they do have, like, you know, some serious dunkers on their team. But uh, I think I think old Roy can get it done. I got to go with Uncle Roy on this one. Roy. <laughs> Roy. I got to. Yeah, Roy. I, I got to. I got to say, yeah, there goes Roy pedaling away. By the way, Gabe, just quickly, uh, I heard more like uh, dog and demon noises uh, at the end, too. Did you hear them or, uh, even at the end of yeah, Dan yeah, Blue? Yeah, yeah, or? yeah, okay, good. I just wanted to know because I thought yeah, I was driving me crazy, to be honest. Okay. I got, uh, Virginia Purdue's a game that we got to look at, 715 Eastern start. Uh, this line you notice it's up. gone, though, that Lou's gone. Like, yeah. Lou, yeah. Lou's a great guy, and that was as good as he's ever looked. Like, but. There's always going to be something, and the thing, that something was somehow you and I dealt with it, yet I don't know. I have no idea. I was thinking it's almost like, you know, like, you know, in the old days, you'd get someone else's phone conversation on your phone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It <laughs> used to happen all the time in the old days. You'd pick up also, your phone, you'd be like, man, I can hear you know these people talking, right? I have another thing where it could be, because you know on Bet365 and other sites, when they show the live thing, you hear like squeak, squeak. A shoes squeaking and stuff like a Lithuanian basketball it game. You got to turn off your sound. No, but it was a dog. Oh, that know, drives me thing. crazy. Uh, I don't like that. Yeah, either, no, no. But there was, was like a, a constant like drums going on. Yeah. There was some weird demonic stuff that happened a few times. It was pretty. Then scary. anytime Lou moved a piece of paper, it sounded like a hurricane. <laughs> He's moving paper. <laughs> I don't know. I can't tell if it's going over the air or you and I only hear it. I don't but know what's going on. All I know is gonna... you do this stuff all day. It's, yeah, you hear a lot of crazy stuff. You you do. You hear lots of stuff. Uh, this game's interesting to me. I really want to take a shot with Purdue. Uh, the line open is Virginia is a favorite when uh, we first uh, looked at it. Now it's two and a half game. This totals 101. Do you have the balls to bet the under in the game, or is it just going to be a game you stay away from? I find this one one of the most fascinating games of the night. We almost have a total in two digits instead of one. 101 is our total, Virginia-Purdue. Wow. It was 104. Did it go down? Let me see what it is here. 101. 101 flat. Ranieri, Joe Ranieri smashing the over, he said, of this game. Really? (laughs) Yeah, the principal. He's like, he, he said, anytime he sees a total this low, it's 102 and a half here. <laughs> Dear God, like. Uh, no, your Christmas music. Hear it? Yeah, I don't know. I'm hearing weird stuff too, bro. Like, there's something up. Like, we're What's hearing like, signals from somewhere. I don't know, but it's driving me nuts, and I don't want to deal with this till 10 o'clock tonight. I'll tell you that. I hear that. I'm trying not to let it get to me. It's not Yang's fault or anyone's fault. It's just there. Like, I know. Yeah, I know. Like, I heard it before, and I was thinking, I'm like, am I going insane, man, or am I really hearing this? And then I just hear, like, it's like a, like a bad drum machine, like Casio. But then oh, I can hear, like, drums and stuff. 
It's little drums. Yeah. It's like the now little drummer boy or something. It's a saxophone now. What the Oh, hell yeah. It's clearly a sax. Yeah. Yo, yeah, 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 yeah. Where is this coming what's from, going buddy? On? Is it Versa? No, we're in the pit. I don't. I I just heard that saxophone too. It's You're not making up. I heard the saxophone. Okay, good, good, good. Because I hear there it, it is again. It. Yep. There it is again. Man, this is some freaky it's stuff. Congo going drums. I know I'm going. Nuts. I can deal with it, but it's just like <laughs> I can't deal with it. I'm going crazy, man. I'm going crazy. <laughs> it's, it's, I thought about it before, too, Cam. When it was going on with Lou, I was thinking. I was like, dude, I thought to myself, I was like, if this is like this till 10 o'clock tonight, I'm going to snap, man. Like, I can't yeah, deal with it. I can't I, hear saxophone and drum machines in my head till 10 o'clock. I'm with you, buddy. <laughs> Cam's like, that is a saxophone. I didn't hear it. Then I hear it clearly. Then I just hear it clearly. Like, yeah, here's a saxophone. I'm hearing it all. Now it's like bongos. I don't know, dude. Like, we're caught up in someone's signal or something, bro. It's wild. Like, I, because. After the show, Yang, everyone log off of everything. I'm going to shut everything down. I know what I'm going to. Everyone shut everything down and reopen. I agree. We got to. Who's ever in? Like, we got some ham radio on. Dude, I'm hearing like a xylophone now. I just heard like ding, 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 ding. Yeah. That's messing with my head now, man. You got to make it stop, gang. Now I hear singing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I hear someone singing. It's an African drum beat. Yeah, it's like now it's like. It's like someone, it sounds like Hugh Hefner playing this, like the, the, the remember the spoons on the glass? Yes. Ding, ding, ding. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I'm glad that you hear it too, because otherwise I'd think, man, I'm going crazy, oh, yeah, but I hear everything crazy. you hear. Yeah, because the good news is I got your All back because right. Abe's just hearing stuff and going nuts. No, I right, just think I'm bitching. No, 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 no. I hear the xylophone all loud now too. So let's just get through it. It is what it is. We'll reshut everything. Everyone, please. Like. <laughs> I got to what you got to do after. Exactly. Let's rock. I don't think it's us. It's this headset. We're hearing things. Uh, yeah, that's crazy because right, so I don't hear Colorado. anything. There's no sound coming over here, buddy. No, it's crazy, Yang. It's like, yeah. like we get crazy stuff. I think you're just, you're grabs. Your hearing's bad, Yang. Nah, I got a hearing aid. I got a, you know what I mean? I'm working on my hearing aid. Yeah, you can't hear. Going to get some LASIK eye surgery and stuff, man. Like, you know. All right, so we have the, the avalanche of the Leafs here tonight. Yes. Leafs got embarrassed last night. One of the few times I've ever seen Austin Matthews call out the team, Cam, what he know, said like after that. the game. Like he said, that. we flat out quit. He goes, I, don't, I, he goes, I couldn't believe it. He goes, I looked around, and everyone just quit playing. And he goes, it's unacceptable. We can't just quit. So he actually called him out for quitting. He did. I'll tell you something. They also beat Colorado short-staffed a while ago. Uh, if you like the revenge angle, you might want to take Colorado at plus. Colorado are hot though, Cam. They are. Yeah. They are hot. But I like the Leafs in this spot because I, how bad they played against Philadelphia on the back to back after getting thumped. It's a great angle. Look what Buffalo did. They got thumped earlier. They beat New Jersey seven to one and got that coach fired. I'll tell you, man. A lot of the times, bad things happen. The second game when you're back and you got to take care of business, you do. Florida really pissed me off last night, Gabe. They had a two to nothing lead in that game. I don't know what happened. Uh, what can I say? I like the Leafs tonight. It's only twenty five cents. I'm taking Toronto. It's not a homer pick. It's yeah, it, it is. But I also believe they'll beat Colorado tonight. <laughs> Mitch Marner's back too, so uh, they should have some more weapons. Yeah, yeah, and Brett yeah. Anderson playing. No backup goalies. So there's a lot of things to like about the Leafs tonight. The next game's tough. You know, yeah, you know this anyway. next game, Cam. I don't do this very often this early, but I'll tell you what, right yep. now. Look at this. Team Futures win the Stanley Cup. The Blues are going to win the Stanley Cup again. No I'm way. Telling you. No way. Yes, sir. No, yes. no, 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 no. Yes, they're going to win a camp. They're 18 and 5. If if you think that, what are, what's their odds? They're only the second choice, unfortunately. I thought yeah, I was going to uh, be cute. Uh, on no, this. you're not. Uh, no, you're not getting cute. Lay, lay off. Wait, wait for better Who's value. The, the favorite? Who do you think the favorite is to win the Cup? 
Washington right now. It's the Bruins right now, plus 750. Or the Bruins, or the Bruins yeah. The St. Louis Blues are plus 850. Uh. The Avalanche are plus 950. The Capitals are 950. The Lightning are 12, 12 to 1. Dallas Stars 16 to 1. Islander 16 to 1. Man, Toronto Maple Leafs went from like plus 800 to plus 1600. They're 16 to 1 now, the Leafs. Vegas Golden Knights 17 to 1. I don't know. Like, honestly, I think St. Louis has as good of a chance as anyone can. And I was going to say the thing with the Blues, because you're doubting them. See? They're like the Raptors, the Blues. I saw the, I saw it early with the Blues. The Blue player said, like, people talk like we're, we don't exist, like we didn't win a cup oh, no, last I year. Good. People I think it's a fluke. When they said, we're going to show them it's not a fluke. It's tough to go back-to-back in the NHL. That's a grind, man. It is tough, but I I'll like tell you right now, team. they're actually favored to win the Western Conference. Yeah, I, 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 hey, I, I respect you, Marenzi. I think it's your opinion. I just think there's uh, other teams there. I, but they do have Bennington Who would you and, and take a very, very good them? defense. I would take Vegas. Who would you take? You said Avalanche? When they make a move, when they make a move, I'd probably go stars? with Vegas. Or no, I wouldn't go with the Stars. I'd go with Vegas or trying to think somebody else. Yeah, Vegas or Colorado. That's it. Those are the two I'd take over them. Man, I put these drums the are driving me crazy now. I hear oh, the no, symbols. they're getting louder now. I know. Yeah, yeah, they're getting louder. Yeah, what yeah. is this? I, it's got to be somewhere where we, like, there's nobody in my house. There's no radio station open. Like, what is it? That's what I want to know. That's horse know, players. There's, weird, there's, there's signals and radio waves in the air, bro. And we're caught in some channel right now of something. I don't know it's what it wild. is. But we're caught. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we are in the No, no, we're, yeah, we're in the twilight zone. No, no, me and Cam both hear it clear. Now I'm just hearing like a drum. It's like jazz drumming. It's like yeah. mellow jazz drumming now. Um All right, you got Edmonton, Edmonton, and uh, listen, I'm not saying I'm taking St. Louis tonight, even though I think St. Louis do win the game tonight. You know what? I'm gonna take St. Louis tonight. Taking St. Louis, I'll put, Blues. I'll put it. I'll put Edmonton, but I need to parlay it with something in the NBA. Uh, I'm not laying two dollars, uh, but they should be able to take out Ottawa. Ottawa got uh, uh, Vancouver took care of business last night against those guys, right? Ottawa's gritty though. They they were down four nothing in that game and they come back like they they don't give up without a fight. They're very very tough. I got a lot of respect for that team. Both games went over at night. All right, so here are my picks, Cam. Yeah, yeah, give them to me. We're running out of time, me. so here what I got. I got uh, the Charlotte Hornets to win the game, minus 136 against the yep. Golden State Warriors. Uh-huh. I'm taking the Orlando Magic, plus one and a half. Orlando Magic, plus one and a half at home against the Phoenix Suns. I'm taking the Nets and the Hawks to go over 229 and a half. I'm taking North Carolina Tar Heels, minus three. And I'm taking the St. Louis Blues, minus 110. And I want to take the over 102 and a half in that uh, in that Purdue Virginia game. I really want to, but I think it's going I to want fall to do just it short. I, I, I don't know, dude. It'll probably be like 50. I think they get to 105, 55, 50 or something. That's well, over. <laughs> That's over. And the NBA, yeah, barely over. Shot. Yeah. I'm going to take a shot with uh, a lot of those dogs you talk about. Small plays. Pistons plus eight and a half. Orlando Magic plus two. Um, I'm kind of leaning to to the Hawks as well. We'll do the rest on in-game live. Maple Leafs, uh, minus 125. I like Pittsburgh tonight, Gabe. You like St. Louis, so one of us will win that game. And in college basketball, I like the Maryland Terrapins, minus 8.5 against Notre Dame to, to murder them. That's uh, Those are the picks. Oh, now, it's, now we got our music, but I also heard the other music. Yeah. It's like way loud. Yeah. yeah, hopefully we get this frequency stuff. All right, I fired off uh, some picks to you, Cam. Hopefully we get this frequency set. Uh, we got an hour off. Do your thing, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Good job in the pit, everybody. And uh, we'll see you in an hour in Game Live. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. 
Here's what you missed on Game Time Decisions. Hard to believe that we're going to be talking about bowl games here in a couple of weeks, the bowl pairings, and then all about the college football playoff championship game. So that's the stage of where we're at right now. I get a little bit sad just thinking about that, but at least we've got some NFL football to carry us over from now until the playoffs. And you'll get some more sleep now, I would imagine, too. Yeah, I would think <laughs> more so, time yeah. for Mrs. Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Point more time for. <laughs> Yeah. You're right. It slows down in championship week. Yeah. More time for Mrs. Lawrence. Good call. You know, we'll get to the bowl games, but I think bowl games are like the hardest thing in sports to bet on almost now. Like, man, they're tricky. Like, a bowl game, you learn quick, guys. Like, in a football game, whether you're on the right or the wrong side. Like, it's if you notice, they're always blowouts, man. Like, you got to just pray that you you pick like it's like, it's like Russian roulette, man. You you just pray that you're on the team that cares more than the other team in these bowl games. But, man, we'll, we'll talk about money management for bowls moving forward. But it is championship week, and let's get right into this, guys. So, there's been so much talk about who the four team is going to be. Um, that is assuming that Georgia loses the game, which they actually might not. But... Mm. Let's start off with Friday's game. The Utes are six-and-a-half-point favorites. And people are talking about, well, Utah needs style points, and Utah are going to throttle them, and Utah this, Utah that. And and I'm thinking, you know what? It's not like the Ducks are going to roll over for these guys. They're playing for a Pac-12 championship. The Ducks might not be going to the playoffs, but they'll be be more than happy to end up going to the Rose Bowl if it's all said and done with a 11-2 record and beating uh, the Utah Utes for the Pac-12. Like, let's not forget, these kids do play for conference championships still. I just think that no one's really talking about the added pressure that's now on the Utah Utes, Mark. I agree 100%, Gabe. Uh, you know, the, uh, either way, the Rose Bowl is going to get one of these two teams. Uh, Utah, if they lose and fall to them, or Oregon, if they win and go to them. So the Rose Bowl makes out from this uh, Pac-12 championship game. But I'm with you. Uh, I'm looking at uh, statistically at these games here, pouring through my midweek alert here this afternoon. And, you know, you've got uh, two teams with pretty similar stats here. I mean, Oregon's uh, offense is a little bit better than Utah's, and Utah's defense defense is a little bit better than Oregon's. Uh, in fact, there was a stretch. Oregon went through a five-game stretch, which they allowed only one offensive touchdown in that period of time. So they can slap on the defense, can the Ducks, uh, when needed. Join the experts live on the air every day by calling in at 844-843-6879. To- 